0: You have just been invaded by... (laughs) Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room, and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch, with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey hey guys! It's time for Slopescast, as it always is. It's Tuesday night. We are recording live over on Twitch. We are recording live over on Extra Slope. I've got my main man Grizzly Criden in uh, the house. How you doing, Grizzly?
1: Doing good, doing good. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, another another fun cast. I think we're on. All... You know what? I sense something in the air. Can you? Oh. Um, well, I don't. I'm not that close to you. I don't know. Well, next week do you realize that by next week we would have been doing this for one whole year i know we keep talking about this we keep talking about this anniversary as if it's happening like tomorrow and what have you but though legitimately next next week will be the year uh, as of Mm -hmm. the 21st of january so technically it's going to be before next week's episode but um before we go any further if you don't mind me saying um yeah we want to i was thinking about maybe doing something a little special for uh the year anniversary so we're taking suggestions in the discord currently yeah you'll see a new group uh feel free to join in if you are listening on spotify or anything like that make sure you uh come and join us over discord join in the conversation there's Don't a podcast anniversary group uh you can drop in a suggestion of as to what you would like to hear, whether that be like an extended topic or talking about a specific thing, or if you'd like to know a bit more about, you know, Dan and me here. So, um, or do you want to see like a, a best of news topic situation going on? Either way, we'd like to do something just to mark the occasion because it's been a long, very fun year. So
0: yeah, it has, it has, you know what, this is something that we just do for a bit of fun. Uh, it, 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 it's, 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 it's good to keep ourselves, uh, almost force ourselves a little bit to keep up to date with gaming news because you don't, you, you, there's definite things that fall through the cracks and by doing Slopescast, it keeps us up to date with everything going on and it's a great way of interacting with all of you people. Uh, and like I say, yeah, like Grizzy said there, let's get on over to Discord. You can come and uh, help us prep for our one year anniversary of the Slopescast. We've really enjoyed it. We hope you guys have. Uh, looking at those podcast numbers, they are going up, which tells us more people are enjoying it. And um, as I always say on those intros, please do give us a little review if you are listening on any of those podcast services, because that is the thing. That is the thing that helps us, uh, as I say, get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. There you go. I've got my See, he YouTube said the thing. I said the he thing.
1: Said, he, everyone loves that phrase. It's, it's his catchphrase. One of his many catchphrases. One of my many catchphrases. But anyway, Nothing let's go back to
0: the topics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the many, many topics uh, that we will be discussing today in Slopescast. Um, well, Grizzly,
1: take it away, mate. Let's go. So uh, this week we, on the thumbnail, <laughs> we have Tomb Raider getting an unofficial port for GBA. Uh, mm. Found outdoing Konami yet again with this Castlevania fan game called uh, Seal of the Eclipse. Full Throttle, uh, the classic LucasArts adventure is looking to be getting its own movie, uh, with your help, preferably. Um, physical hardware coming to the RetroArch po- platform, which will allow you to use physical di- uh, physical cartridges. and stream. announcing further indie partnerships. And Golden Axe meets Doom in a latest fan mod. But before all of that, yes. we are going to talk about something that dropped today much to my chagrin after i did all of the work setting up the podcast i'm not gonna complain but it, it is one of those things bobby kotick does it again uh he's only gone and sold his company to microsoft uh, if people don't know who bobby kotick is that would be activision blizzard in a 70 billion dollar acquisition yowzer yes uh the biggest ever in gaming history uh, yeah I, I think that is it i mean when you think about what like let's let's talk about other big acquisitions you got minecraft which was to the tune of about seven billion if i remember rightly and then you had and star that, and that wars. Is silly numbers seven billion instantly that's silly numbers <laughs> and when you think about that compared to the big one of the biggest film franchises yeah. star wars four billion yeah it's crazy that's, that's the power of call of duty and world of warcraft that's mm-hmm. it you know as far as I'm concerned, that's what those uh, companies have to offer. Um, other than, yeah. you know, a lot of baggage, which, which I don't there think is. too much there on. Is.
0: I mean, you've got to look at the fact that a lot of the, what the, what's being brought up here, um, it's not Zynga, is it? Because that's what Take-Two bought. King... Um I actually have a uh, a family member kind of like half family member that actually uh, works at King would you know on their advertisements but uh, anyway <laughs> yeah um the amount of money those sort of companies bring and you don't really think of it you you think of call of duty obviously one of the biggest game franchises of the year and and what have you but it's it's king uh, and stuff like that where Stupid amounts of money comes in, and I do mean stupid amounts of money come in, but you just don't realise just how big it is compared to stuff like Call of Duty, because let's be honest, it's probably raking in. I would actually go as far as definitely raking in more than a franchise like that, because gambling, mobile phone gaming is astronomically bigger. You'll remember, I think it was a fair few months ago, we brought up about the fact that uh, the biggest um, uh, money maker in gaming was actually Apple. Yeah. Um, uh, because yeah because of mobile gaming a, a company that don't even make games so now imagine what sort of money uh, is coming in uh, from a company that does make games uh, an inc- incredibly popular games candy crush is just literally the tip of the iceberg from companies like that but more excitingly uh for us gamers you know it's the fact that microsoft have now purchased uh things like blizzard and uh, activision yeah um and uh as larry bundy put it actually over on twitter which i thought was a brilliant way and i didn't think of this until i read it isn't it weird that when you think of games like spyro and crash bandicoot being playstation games they're now owned by microsoft yeah. and also microsoft owned the best of rares games
1: as well <laughs> characters so here's the thing about <laughs> all of this right so it's so odd to see this move because activision has been around since as as most people will know since the atari era Mm -hmm. the whole idea of activision coming to be was um clue was in the name activism because this they were born out of the uh, need for their developers to be noticed rather than being been given pseudonyms at the end in the credits Uh, they wanted developers to be like rock stars and that was one of the main reason they came to came to be so to see them like fold into a larger business like this you know it's i I, it's so strange this isn't like bethesda or anything this isn't like an acquisition where bethesda was always kind of owned by someone like Zenimax. this is activision was a self-made company that kept itself going for god knows how many years regardless of the issues they've encountered Mm -hmm. um so to see them become part of this big thing is this is huge news this is like ea if microsoft bought ea it's
0: it's crazy it's massive i mean obviously yeah you got the big ones there with blizzard people are talking about your diablo i'm already seeing people in the chat talk about wow world of warcraft um yeah it it, it's it's unreal uh what what microsoft have just purchased and i always think back when i look at the microsoft 360 era and whenever you're watching those e3 conferences even though i'm not a big call of duty fan you would always have so much call of duty uh presence when it comes to microsoft it was almost like a microsoft property in some aspects because they were just the call of duty players went to microsoft during the next generation when we started moving into the playstation 4 it felt like a little bit like they'd moved towards sony a little bit more nintendo uh, sorry uh, microsoft weren't showing off call of duty as much and now as we move into playstation 5 not much has changed but then all of a sudden microsoft now owns that
1: <laughs> um, yeah so yeah. That, that, that's interesting because that um the reason w- why platforms would show call of duty more than the other is because they had uh, advertising rights mm-hmm. of course back on the xbox 360 uh, era you know microsoft wanted to spend that money out having that advertising rights and then the season pass content a month before any other platform was a big deal um mm-hmm. but then they they started losing market share to playstation and then playstation bought those rights and now that's what happened there playstation technically still own those rights to advertise call of duty more yeah so <laughs> i would be interested to see like what goes multi-platform I'd imagine it'd be the free to play stuff. I mean, we're talking way ahead. We don't know the full story, but based on what's happening and what's yeah. been announced with the likes of Bethesda, we can assume that the big titles will go uh, exclusive to the likes of Xbox and Microsoft uh, well, and, and maybe. Windows. Whereas free to play stuff like Call of Duty Warzone would be multi-format. That's that's the general idea right yeah. now.
0: I think it maybe so it, it happens a few times a year which is insane to think, but maybe a couple of times a year at a push, but they keep the, the, the Microsoft keep buying these studios. Um, and my biggest, biggest criticism about it. Um, because I, Microsoft aren't the sort of company to do that. And then all of a sudden just make all of those, that those studios games exclusive. They don't do that. And I think if Sony no. did, did that, you know, bought these companies, they would be doing that sort of thing. Microsoft don't, um, which is, you know, a good thing, but at the same time, they keep buying these studios and my, instant thought is excellent now release some bloody games then because it's yeah. incredible that they own all these things they're like they are they're the same as disney where they keep buying everyone but they're the complete opposite of disney you know disney buy pixar and star wars and marvel and then all of a sudden you're getting 15 marvel films a year and 20 marvel shows and 17 star Wars movies to the point where you're like, oh my god i can't keep up i can't keep up where Mar- uh, microsoft are buying on an even grander scale all of these studios but they're not really doing anything with them when they do buy them um i suppose the biggest thing for this is the fact that it's instantly available uh, well not instantly but uh, the, the 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 first step is getting that stuff on game pass um yeah. and that's uh, for us gamers at least there's a lot more to it uh, to 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 this transaction than uh, than than you know gamers realize like i said you have got the whole king stuff with the amount of money that uh, 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 Microsoft to give in a make-off of companies like that is, is absurd. It's, it's the same when, when Disney bought um, uh, the Star Wars property. They made their money back on that before they released the first film because they also purchased uh, uh, Industrial Light and Magic. And the amount of money that that was re- making already made back their money straight away. Like I say, before they even made the first movie um, or released the first movie. So, yeah, I mean, Xbox's Game Pass should go through the roof. Now, obviously, the oh, other yeah. news here is the fact that Sony... Uh, have been removing their uh, the gift cards and things like that from shops or telling shops to remove those because they're about to release their competitor or what's believed to be their competitor to do Game Pass. And I think like um, uh, accusations like this are really going to kick Sony up the arse even more so to make that the absolute best Game Pass that they possibly, possibly can. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a double-edged sword because I still personally think that sony's exclusives are better than microsoft exclusive even though microsoft have arguably the better studios under their belt so it's yeah i'm excited to see what is further down the line for xbox i mean these are just my opinions but i just look at you know i mean with even on the playstation 5 which has, you know been out about the same time as the xbox you got the, the spider-man games you got there's, there's a lot there already for good exclusives and, and xbox need to up their game
1: i can Give it see- some. More. I can totally see uh, this forcing Sony's hand with this new service. I reckon they're going to go from we don't want to put like the new AAA games on this platform to, oh, I think we're going to need to start adding things like Horizon Forbidden West. into Yeah, because there's no way they can continue the way they are Um mm-hmm and we're already seeing like ps3 games pop up on stores and all of that where, whether that's intended or a glitch or not but i think it points to where we're going um mm-hmm. they're gonna of course put a price on it and then entice people in with like a full legacy of back catalog which i think will be a really good push for them but um well it only remains the scene that's just rumor and we don't like rumors here on the slopes cast no um, no
0: it, it, it's speculation at this point, but at the end of the day, the the, the fact is that yes, Xbox have uh, or Microsoft, sorry, have purchased and uh, made the biggest video game acquisition um, of
1: all time. It's 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 mind boggling. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so let's let's talk about what Microsoft just won. So. In terms of active franchises, now bear in mind there's a hell of a lot of games that Activision actually published over the years, as we as we well know. Um, mm-hmm. We wouldn't have the likes of Front Software's Sekiro, for example. We're talking about just the the franchises they currently um, they currently operate. So you've got Call of Duty, of course, Crash Bandicoot, Guitar Hero, which we haven't really seen much of, Spyro the Dragon, Skylanders, which we don't really see much of right now. Uh, yeah. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which, as far as I remember, the HD re-release recently was only that. It was a, it was a last hurrah, I doubt. I'd, I'd imagine they might come up with 3 and 4 remastered, but again, that's just speculation. Really what yeah. popped them up, yeah. I think. Because Activision has always been kind of like a four-pillar company. At one point in the Xbox 360 era, it was Call of Duty, you had um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you had Guitar Hero and something else which uh games like prototype that's it that's all they had and they focused primarily on those franchises um yeah but what you got to look at good. i mean th- those are big names because
0: we are not retro gamers but we've be, we every single person in this chat no matter what age you are recognize all of those franchises as yeah. as, as popular franchises call yeah. of duty is definitely the biggest thing there without a doubt but even call of duty um It's not the same as what it was in its heyday. Absolutely not. That Vanguard was definitely a a step in the right direction. And I do hope they take the Ubisoft approach where they take a few more years to release a game um, and they pump a lot more effort into it. I'm I'm talking the way they do Far Cry. I mean, I know it's the same type of game over and over, but at least there's a three, four, maybe even a five-year gap between games. And you know they they, they really put the effort in when they finally do release it. Crash Bandicoot. um, But like I say, regardless, it's not as big as it used to be. Still, definitely the biggest thing on that list. Crash Bandicoot, um, the, the the most recent game, Crash Bandicoot 4, actually sold less than what they wanted it to. Uh, I've, um, I've got it up here, 402,000 digital units within its first month, which is hell of a lot, a uh, uh, hell of a lot lower than the 520 units that the Insane Trilogy um, uh, uh, shifted. Uh, which makes me think that you know the world, as much as us online people, love to go on about how much we love crash bandicoot i think the, the the general gaming public are not in the same boat um you've got crash bandicoot their guitar hero obviously you know has been long dead not completely but
1: i reckon generate i reckon that's a game that will make a generational comeback because hopefully it seems like i do that hope so anything
0: i do hope so uh spyro the dragon slash skylanders i mean skylanders is, is completely dead uh and spyro the dragon i i don't know what the sales figures were like on actually uh that spyro what was it the um what did they Remastered, call it uh, reignited Remastered Remastered trilogy reignited, or reignited oh. that was it yeah. um looking at the on that sales figures reignited sells an estimated 1.4 million units in its first week so it was a it was a popular one but like crash bandicoot it was a, it was a collection of the original games and Tony Hawk, like you said, it was at this point, they're just remastering the original. So I don't really know what they've got out of the Activision side of things, except for cool names under their belt, things like Crash Bandicoot
1: and, and um, Spyro. There's not really a lot there that's yeah, massive. The The real meat comes in the Blizzard stuff, I think, yes. that and the mobile uh, stuff. So Diablo, uh, it's it's going from... I, I won't I'm not gonna say it's going from strength to strength. We've just had Diablo two remaster. Diablo four is very soon on the way. Um yeah. you've got Hearthstone, which is a great mobile money card game. My yeah, God. Good money. Lost Vikings, which I'm really weird I find really weird that they've called this one out and not rock and roll <laughs> racing.
0: Yeah. What a time to have done
1: that video, eh? <laughs> yeah. Should have done that should have done Lost Vikings. Uh um, oh, overwatch which is due a sequel starcraft is kind of in the stagnation but i imagine we'll see a starcraft 3 uh, well, we'll sooner rather it, than it, later and world of warcraft which uh it depends on who you ask some people would say yeah, it's still going strong you've got burning crusade classic or um people will go oh it's a dead game dead game final uh we're gonna be playing final fantasy 14 or you know something like that to be honest i don't really care anymore I used to play World of Warcraft quite religiously. Uh, I see no reason to go back right now. No. Um, and then it, it, King. It, 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 Absolutely no way. That, 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 that was
0: anywhere near what it was.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we totally forgot Diablo Immortal, but I think Blizzard did as well, so let's ignore that one. Um, <laughs> when it comes to uh, King, I, I, I have less interest in actually talking about these names, but I do find it hilarious that on this list that we're looking at right now, uh, Candy Crush does not have its full title, whereas everything else does. And that's mm. funny because at one point they were very militant about the use of the word saga in a video game title, despite the fact that Panzer Dragoon Saga predated it but considerably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. That I, was I game find that it funny looking down
0: the list of Diablo, Hearthstone, Lost Vikings, Overwatch, Starcraft, World of Warcraft, Bubble Witch, Candy Crush, Diamond Diaries, <laughs> Farm <Yeah>. Heroes, Pet <laughs> Rescue. But I guarantee guarantee those five i've just mentioned probably trump everything that blizzard and activision bring in money wise money wise your yeah. auntie who says you should get off your computer game is raking in way more money for microsoft now than you ever was with world of warcraft so yeah
1: <laughs> in yes in in terms time. of legacy you know activision have got one of those companies you know where they've got mm. a lot of beloved titles that they probably should utilize more um and a hell of a lot in the wings um i've just seen chef matic in the t- in the chat talking about the sierra games so that would be like the king's quest series and all of those classic point and click titles which uh, were only released on the likes of ms dos back in the day technically activision own all of those so uh you know maybe we'll start to see some utilization um i would certainly like to see it and maybe <laughs> I'll be interested to see if they actually do the mad Madman thing and release World, the likes of World of Warcraft on console for the first time, which they mm-hmm. clearly could do could do now.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've got the funny uh, little meme up on the uh, uh, screen. You've got Microsoft <laughs> that have killed Mojang, Bethesda, Activision uh, and Blizzard. Uh, and now they're knocking on the doors of EA and Ubisoft. I hope not. Like, Xbox have got a legacy behind them. They're a well-established company um uh and i just i just want them to to use these franchises uh not so much for money grabs and and to throw into their game pass service i want them to have some mental games if they're exclusive they're exclusive i hope they're 100 percent not but i think they should uh, definitely at least get some exclusives out of this um and make that xbox uh that new xbox fridge looking system genuinely worth getting um because unless you like halo there's not a lot of reasons to get it in my eyes let's let's Come on, Xbox! You've now got so much meat under your uh, under your belt. Just get it out there, man. Get it out. Get some good games out, out there. Happen needs to happen. Mm. Mojang was a drop in the ocean compared to this, says Blue Lou. Isn't it insane? You are indeed right th- th- to think that Mojang was such a big deal when Xbox bought them. Crazy, 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 crazy. Uh, and you, for some reason, uh, Grizzly, uh, I'm are missing, muted. Yeah there you
1: go yeah we're gonna have to take into consideration over the next couple of years it's going to take some while for it all to go through it's not going to be Mm -hmm. an instantaneous thing and there's going to be pre-existing deals i mean playstation probably going to have advertising rights on call of duty for a good while despite the fact that they technically shouldn't now um well, yeah, exactly. As soon as they bought Bethesda, they
0: released Deathloop on the PlayStation. A- exactly. All consoles, yeah.
1: You, you're going to get that. Um, and I like. I, I would be very surprised if everything went exclusive, as we mentioned earlier. It's just very... Uh, there's just too much money in multi-platform, especially when you um, when Microsoft doesn't even have the highest market share for consoles. They'd be yeah. foolish to let go of that, that amount of cash. Really
0: yeah. would be. Uh, what, what, what an amazing thing for microsoft to be able to do on a money side of things then be able to take money from sales on a sony system it's why wouldn't yeah. you do that
1: you and know? Not, let's not forget that the likes of minecraft cuphead all of those games still came out on ps5 it just might take a bit longer
0: yeah exactly exactly i i i, I see a, i see a future where it's uh uh you you, you can unlock teacup man on the xbox but you'll still be able to play uh, Cuphead on the PlayStation 5, you know. <laughs> I can see all of these exclusive versions on the Xbox, but you can still play it on PlayStation 5 if you want.
1: It feels like we kind of created a monster here because we kept crying out for exclusives from Microsoft, and now now they've just bought all of the Western studios apart from EA. I, I'd imagine EA is currently cowering behind its like hoarder cash going, oh, God, is this enough? Is this enough to stop them?
0: Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Xbox <and> their <laughs> massive money. Just do, do, They're getting closer. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's got to there be go. some like trust stuff that has to go through as well. No, mm. Se- uh, Sega is like majority still like Japan, isn't it? You can't a Western company can't buy a Japanese company just like that. It's not possible. No, it's
0: very hard with Sega as well. And, and you got to, you remember, you got to look back at the fact that um, they were one of the first, actually, if not the first. They might have been the the OG company that Xbox wanted to buy when they started making consoles. Was Sega? Yeah, they, Sega they- went under. Instantly ran to uh, Nintendo, brushed them off. I remember listening to interviews that you know, they would go to my, Nintendo's offices and Sony's offices about making the making their games for those systems and well. A little bit shunned, but Microsoft welcomed them in with open arms. And um yeah, as a result, we got some incredible exclusive Sega games on the original Xbox and there was talk um of uh uh Xbox actually buying Sega and unfortunately for me, because I hate telling this part of the story, but I believe it was actually Microsoft
1: that said no because they didn't think it was worth it. <laughs> Don't like hearing that bit, but uh you know, hey they sega as much as we love them they are kind of risky business at times especially back then
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so All anyway right 68.7 billion chump change chump yeah, change, it's nothing yeah mental absolutely mental uh god damn it god damn it let me let me just reopen that tab yeah. i opened up there um people listening will understand why when i tell you the xbox game studios now own 343 industries who bump out the halo games the Coalition, uh, formerly named Microsoft Studios Canova, part of the Gears of War series company. Oh, there
1: you got Halo Gears of War right there. Compulsion
0: uh, Games uh, released We Happy Few. We Happy Few should have been so much better than what it was. The lead-up yeah. to that game was beautiful, and the, the, the end result wasn't that great. Uh, Double Fine Productions, that was one of their big, big exclusive, obviously, uh, the old Tim Schafer Studio, um, Psychonauts 2. Great asset, that. Yeah. Uh, the Initiative... Uh, part of the Santa Monica studio lev- led by Crystal Dynamics. Um, don't much development. Development. No, Inexile in exile entertainment uh, for founded by Brian Fargo, uh, specializing in role-playing games. Apparently you got Mojang who obviously do Minecraft. That's a massive name to have under your belt. And, and again, there you go. There's a, there's a game that's on everything. My son's just bought it for the uh, Nintendo switch. Um, Ninja theory, uh, who pump out the Hellblade games. Uh, that's next on my to playlist. Obsidian Entertainment specializes in open-world games. Obsidian. What what do Obsidian do again?
1: Obsidian did uh, Knights of the Old Republic of uh, course, 2. Of yeah. So it's they own them. Game. I forgot they own them.
0: Uh, Playground Games, um, obviously with the Forza Horizon games, they do those sort of games. Huge, huge, huge win for uh, Xbox, those games. Playground Games, they own the... Um, oh, sorry, they're the ones I said. Forza Horizon. Rare. Now, that's an example of Microsoft... Taking a name, or because they were essentially a name, they weren't the same company by that point, and not really doing anything with them anymore. Yeah,
1: apart from making them make avatars and connect sports games.
0: Connect sports, yeah, that's my only memory of anything. I, 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 I didn't
1: mind nuts and bolts as much
0: as everyone else,
1: but you know, uh, yeah. a turns the, studios, sorry, go on. So the the newer exclusives from Rare seem to be a bit better. I mean, Sea of Thieves found its audience, and then you've got that other game they're working on which i've completely forgotten the name of but it looks like it could be interesting it just doesn't have that bubbly quirkiness that the old school rare had yeah but then again they're they're like a chameleon they can fit into any like um game genre and come out with something decent
0: yeah turn 10 studios also work on the forza series uh undead labs do the state of decay series huge especially on pc huge uh World's Edge, um, uh, make the Age of Empires franchise, big in the uh, PC space for sure. Uh Xbox Game Studios Publishing, uh first party publishing arm. I don't think they've done anything yet. Um and they own these as well. So we got Alpha Dog Games, a mobile game developer, Arcane Studios, creators of several immersive sim games, including Dishonored. They make yes. the Dishonored games. They made Deathloop. Uh they did, they did. You might have heard a little bit about that over the last two years. Um, Bethesda Game Studios Um, I've heard about them, Bethesda I think that might be one of the smaller ones actually Uh, So you've got got Bethesda, obviously Elder Scrolls Fallout, all that sort of stuff id Software, I always forget that Microsoft own id It's mental, mental They own id, aka Doom Quake, Machine Games uh, Who do the wolf (laughs) series they are not messing about are they? they they
1: basically own every first person shooter franchise right now majorly uh
0: roundhouse studios uh the human head uh formerly known as human head studios what a roundhouse do uh let's see what human head studios have released i actually don't know human head oh, were the guys who that. were made prey uh rune 2 yeah prey defiance okay okay Fiance. Fair enough. uh tango GameWorks. Uh, do the Evil Evil Within series that was pretty big over the last uh, couple of generations. ZeniMax Online Studio, which sounds a bit like a tampon, uh, but they actually did the Elder Scrolls Online.
1: <laughs> Super
0: absorbent,
1: absorbent, absorbance. <laughs> ZeniMax Studio Plus.
0: Mhm, mhm. And now they own not... God damn. Bill not spent, a small uh,
1: amount of company. My god. Phil Spencer's got to have the biggest pay rise coming because he is the CEO of all of this. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's insane. It's insane. And whenever you hear like, because obviously, they're, they're, you know, you're, 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 like I say, your auntie that's playing on a Candy Crush on her phone, you're like, oh, bloody Disney, buying up every uh, every studio in the world. Like, and then Microsoft comes in, hold my beer. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah insane insane um it's gonna so, be east, I, worst,
1: east versus west very soon for the console like game. i say
0: oh for sure i really do hope i really 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 do hope that xbox does something with this though because um for the most part they don't except for adding incredible libraries to the game pass uh um uh, service uh, which i'm not subscribed to but i understand why people are come on get some games out now get some games out could you, do you imagine think do you think right they're now? removing all the money from game development and just keep buying more studios? Wicked, think- we can make games for Microsoft. No 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 no, we need to take away all your budget because now we need to buy I don't know, EA or we need to buy Sega. They tried to buy Nintendo at one point, but they got laughed out of the office. That's
1: a that's apparently a true story. So the only other company that could buy the likes of Nintendo would be Sony fun Sony Funly Enough. Could you imagine mm-hmm. that as a counter move? Which one mm-hmm. would you back?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd back Sony because yeah. they're pumping out exclusives, even though Xbox have all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Towns, new MotorStorm. Man, I'd, I'd love a new MotorStorm. MotorStorm was awesome. And bring back 3D TV capability because I remember playing MotorStorm a lot with my 3D TV. It didn't add much, but it added just enough. It was really nice on a 3D TV. Uh, I'd love to do a video on it. On I've always thought, oh, maybe I'll do a video on that. And then I'm like, no, I can't. Do a video on 3D games. That would be crap. <laughs> so I <laughs> can't do that. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's insane. Uh, I, I, I just really want Microsoft to get them to put some games out now. Yeah. Uh, right. Shall we start ooh. our six topics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> majorly, majorly. Oh, uh, insane, wow. insane, insane, insane. Uh, fair play, uh, uh, Microsoft. Do something yeah. with it now. Do something with it now. As you move into close all of my microsoft tabs let's move into something a little bit more fun yeah. let's move into something a bit more fun let's talk about uh an originally a playstation thing that's now moving over to nintendo <laughs> yes uh getting tomb raider on the original uh sony playstation back in the day was i genuinely even remember the shop and the shelf i took it off where where i got this game uh, the original tomb raider on the uh, on the uh playstation one serious memories of this game incredible game even to this day hard and clanky to play nowadays but still good well it's you gonna know, be even it's... harder and clankier to play isn't it now
1: yeah <laughs> i mean it's only two buttons but mm-hmm. <laughs> well technically four yeah. i suppose you could get away with that but um it still bothers me uh that I'm, go- I'm gonna pick a bone here because someone got ps1 classic tomb raider i'm sorry ps1 i seem to recall it coming out on sega saturn first so, you know, as much as I'm a love, uh, I'm
0: absolutely in love with Sega, everything they do. I always go back to my PlayStation before the, uh, before the Sega Saturn. It happened in the last one when we was chatting about Wipeout. Wipeout only ever came out on Sony. Oh, and the N64. And you're like, uh, 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 actually, Daniel, Sega Saturn 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Sega Saturn 2. If you want to play the gimped one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, the original Tomb Raider is now on the
1: Game Boy Advance if you want that it's uh it's interesting because i would thought this would have happened years ago because you had the engage port uh which was that seemed to be on parity with the likes of the uh the game boy advance back in the day because you had the likes of sonic advance you even had your own elder scrolls game but yeah tomb raider came out on engage and yes it was in a very horrible aspect ratio but it's not too dissimilar from this Mm-hmm. But I just find it really cool because this is based on the open source release of the original Tomb Raider. So the this is actual, like, original programmed, like, code. And yeah, it's just fully reversed engineered the from the original game. Yeah. I mean, the, the GBA 3, 3D engine was flaky at best. But, you know, could you imagine this, like, running on DS? I'd imagine it run almost near perfect. Yeah. Uh, why, why, why do I do the GBA? Skip to that because I, I think you could have a, a solid Tomb Raider port, and this is the kind of thing that they could have really benefited from back in the day because you could just totally flex um, the fact that your handheld console was able to pull off, you know, the consoles from you know yesteryear, like only yesteryear. It's the kind of thing that would have sold sold more GBAs, I'd imagine. At least this original like taco design.
0: Yeah. Um to ready to come out on the original psp you had two main uh, anniversary for PlayStation yeah you 4 did 4.
1: yeah it was like uh modern thing yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah but uh no that's interesting um this is uh, a more is, like, as you say it would have been better on one generation higher just yeah. one generation higher there. not not just because it would run smoother because it would play better as, as you've already said there are two buttons on a uh, on a game boy advance and to be able to do the different things with the uh with the trigger buttons you'd have to hold them in different ways obviously you've got your left right now hold them together to do different stuff so there's there's a lot of workarounds to actually get this to work on a on, on a game boy advance regardless it is insanely insanely impressive uh but that really for me is the news story it's impressive it exists um I'm never going to want to play it like this <laughs> ever. Uh, well, if it's you know, good for a stream, it's a—it's only three levels, Dan. Yeah, there is only three levels. I, it, it's a cool thing that it exists and that they've done it, and I'm, I am mean, I hope they carry on doing it and, and make the whole game, which I'm sure they will. Um, but the more I talk about these demakes, the more when it's like this, where it is literally just a port that's you know slightly gimped, it, it, I, I, I'm getting more and more to that. I'm becoming more and more of that person that just goes. But, why though? <laughs> <laughs> it's very I've... cool that it exists. I'm excited that it exists, uh and I'm
1: happy to report that it exists, but why though i see for this one, I think it's kind of cool in the sense that the official developers wouldn't do it for whatever reason, probably because they were working on the anniversary projects or you know maybe they did try it before, and then they just said no um. But I think there's quite a few fans that would have seen this back in the day and they would have been blown away. Oh, of course you they know? would.
0: But again, so, it's it's because it's on this system. That's why people are blown away. Yeah. I don't know how many people are going to go, um, oh, wow, I can't wait to play that again on the Game Boy Advance. You know, because... Yeah, I, I, who's going to want to play a slightly worse-looking version with worse-looking controls? <laughs> for me, it's just more wow. Look how
1: impressive this open-source engine is. That like, this is really clever it's stuff. A, it's a cause you can type of thing. It's like the the fan games, as it you know, just in general. You know fish said it right
0: things. there. People do this for fun, and that is why it's awesome. That's why it's awesome. Um, yeah, I I just feel like there would been it would it would have pushed past this. You know. That's clever. So, wow, I actually want to play this if it was on the uh, uh, on the DS, like you said. Yeah, uh, I would. I would probably give this a go on the DS. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But yeah, I might. I might have actually done it if if they got some cool little motion going on with that little tack thing that you could put on the bottom bottom of your phone. Like they did with the original Metroid, where you could actually roll it around like like a touchpad on the bottom part of the screen with the uh, with the Nintendo DS. I don't know if anyone remembers that. OG uh, 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 Nintendo DS players will remember that. Yeah, um, that would have been possibly a bit more. It sounds like I'm hating on this. I'm not. It, it's a very impressive thing that it uh, And if I'm honest, it looks like it plays insanely
1: smoothly. Insanely smooth. Hmm. Yeah. I don't There's much else to say, is there, really? <laughs> no, not on this one. Um, it's, it's a couple of those, to be fair. So, yeah, probably just as well we had the Activision at the beginning. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, cool things. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Castlevania kind of gets a. Uh, gets a special mention in the slopes cast quite a lot so yeah uh, here them. is one of a new uh, a new fan game which looks mm-hmm. really really cool like a really well-made fan game um, with some great graphics They they seem to have worked so hard on this I just hope it doesn't get hit with that cease and desist no um, this, this is this is next level fan game stuff a lot of the times you get fan
0: games that are just like take the uh, the character. Um, and put it in a slightly gimped levels. Uh, but this Castlevania Seal of Seal of the Eclipse, a trailer for this new fan game, um, looks outstanding. It looks absolutely insane. So they've taken inspiration from the Castlevania free game and more so Bloodstain's uh, Curse of the Moon yeah. uh, to be able to make this. It's in the NES style. In the sense that the actual characters are in those NES style, but this would never run on an NES. It would arguably not run that great on a Super Nintendo. The uh, the the world itself is so insanely detailed to the point where you jump on yeah. cars and the, you know the suspension goes down and stuff like that. It's... Helicopter smashes through a wall, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's it's stunning. It's what I imagine. Uh, what 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 my mind was thinking. The future of gaming would be in the nes days if i only yeah, ever it, played the nes this is what the future gaming is going to look like in my head um uh but uh obviously it went a lot further than this yeah you it, know how like shovel
1: knight yeah. had that uncanny like 8-bit style mm-hmm. um but it's still very modern this is kind yeah. of
0: like that absolutely absolutely um it, it looks like so much work's gone into this like you say i hope i hope it doesn't get taken down but if it does, I have faith that this would get ported over pretty easily and quite quickly into, let's just change the sprites quickly and it's no longer a Castlevania game. And I think they'd get away with it and it looks so beautifully done and um, uh, the, the, the animation and the the, the 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 actual gameplay looks like it's, it plays so nicely that I, I am 100% going to be keeping an eye on this.
1: Um, yeah if if konami ain't gonna do it they're gonna give us yeah. nfts then this is what gonna we should have themselves. been looking at it's it's of the quality where i can genuinely say and i really don't want to be one of those guys that go nintendo hire this man because i see an unreal engine 4 demo of link running through hyrule field which lacks any of the kind of personality and character that the original game has had sorry little rant there but this this Castlevania fan game looks like Castlevania. It looks like it plays like Castlevania, and it's had that love and care and attention, which gives you that like almost Mega Man Eleven type feel, where it's a classic game done in the original style, but it's been improved with time. And mm-hmm. I I love this kind of thing, and I I would absolutely love to have seen this as a 35th anniversary release for more so than the other thing that we talked about last week. I'm trying very carefully not to mention the three-letter word this week. So.
0: <laughs> well, look, one thing I always find fascinating about this sort of stuff when fan games are made to this level of quality, because, like I say, this is not just a a a uh, put the sprites in a in a game of a slightly gimped world. Like they've taken hardcore influence and they've taken the gameplay styles of the original Castlevania, but this is a brand new game. This is a hundred percent new. This is this is next level. Um. It always surprises me, like you say, that, that you know, these companies, Konami in this case, haven't put it out themselves, because I would I would be so insanely shocked, so insanely shocked if the people that made this, and they must have been working on this for years and years, is my guess, um, uh, didn't go to Konami and go, look, hey, we got this game, want us to make it for you? And, I mean, if they didn't do that, the, the developers who made this game are a little bit of wally, they really should have done that, just to at least try it out, but almost all the time whenever that happens you always hear the 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 studio say no um and for something like this yes this is definitely something we should have been looking at for the the castlevania 35th anniversary these tiny little indie studios made up of like just a few different people most of the time it's so in the interest of keeping these legacies alive for 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 companies to to do this sort of thing i mean obviously it took sega a long enough time but they done it with sonic mania um and, and they're doing it more and more now. We're getting indie developers obviously in love with classic games like your yeah, 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 Panzer Dragoons and your yeah, uh, Streets of Rage, of course. So they're doing it a lot. And these other retro companies that have that, you know, moved on and they're now doing newer games, they need to keep hold of these classic franchises by getting the fans to make games arguably better than their own studios can. Um, and yeah. this would have been a perfect way, perfect way. If whoever's made this game the, the company who made this game, Dracula Nine Anti Chapel. I don't that's not just your YouTube channel. I think that might have been the people that have made it. If you haven't gone to Konami yet, go to them, just because they need to be able to release this officially. Because this is this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. I want to see a limited run of this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I just hope that whatever konami sees whether it's like an official submission or uh whether they see it out and about I, I mean the the creators are well aware that they've released a trailer of you know a beloved franchise um there's a quote in here saying that they're well aware and it's a conscious decision to release the information about this project because uh they don't want to insult konami's intelligence and their online awareness they don't believe that hiding is a suitable response and as counsel to my That's usual thought That's counter to my usual thought of like why if indie developers are so good and creating all of this great content, why don't they just make their own games, which Mm -hmm. would be doing everyone a favor, which I'll still hold true to. But I can appreciate uh, what they're doing. But I just hope Konami can take a look at this and realize that, hang on, people are getting excited about Castlevania again. And as a result Mm -hmm. of this, you know, relatively benign fan game, which is not costing them any money and it's not taking any money. As a result and that's something they're also very clear on they won't even be supported by patreon um they uh they can see that people get excited and that they could potentially gain sales out of it they should be condoning this more Mm -hmm. than they should be you know doing the sega model if you're not profiting from it it's okay by us
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Yeah. come on come on Konami.
0: this is what we want to see i i i'm not as upset about nfts as everyone else because i'm keeping an open mind um, I, I'm not a fan of them, I just want to, you know, understand them more. I'm just trying to get that point out for anyone that's just listening in, and we talked about it at length on, my, on the last podcast. Um, but this is something. If you are going to go down a weird-ass NFT route where you're selling, I think it was like 26,000, I think one of those went for recently. What was that about? What was that about? Yeah, just insane. Insane. Absolutely like, insane. If you're willing to do that, why not like, inject a little bit into this? Because it's guaranteed absolutely guaranteed you're gonna get it back even if it was like a spin-off series that wasn't going to be affecting the original castlevania series where you can you can even call it a castlevania fan series of some sort officially
1: released and officially endorsed you know what that reminds me capcom did this they made a meg uh there was a fan release uh fan rom called mega man versus street fighter where all of the boss characters were replaced with street fighter characters in eight bit format completely fan-made and Capcom condoned it and they released it on their own website that's what Konami should be doing here not sending it to cease and desist
0: agreed agreed you hear stories I remember the guy who made uh, uh Tanglewood uh the cool game Tanglewood for the Mega Drive actually went to Sega Sega gave him a bit of advice and said look we can't do it because we don't have the, the quality controls to be able to release Mega Drives in this day and age but they gave good luck and, and all the sort of things so you do hear stories about this sort of the, the, these in developers going to these studios um and in some instances like you know sonic mania things actually coming from it come on why isn't this happening why isn't this happening it needs to happen because this is a beautiful fan game beautiful fan game for people listening in castlevania st- seal of the eclipse it's only a trailer right now but if uh you're a fan of castlevania you owe it to yourself to go check that out because it's um the best looking nes game Castlevania Radius game that you've ever seen. Uh, it would never run on that
1: system. <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> um, yeah. Can I, awesome. can I just uh, check something? Uh, sorry, this is completely off tangent. So I apologize to everyone listening. Um, I noticed in your YouTube recommended, so you had the video about Leon the Lobster. Have you been catching up with Leon the Lobster? Or I haven't. No, I, I, I
0: keep seeing it and not clicking it. I, I've had that recommended to me about five times today. Man, man, I wish my videos got
1: recommended this much. Like, Literally, I've been recommending it all day long it's um, amazing it's, it's a great story our grocery store lobster gets taken home and raised as a pet and it becomes nice and big and then he finds a new home which is just heartwarming so anyway by the way by the way <laughs> moving, on, <laughs> moving
0: on go go check out castlevania seal of the eclipse as always links are in the description or the
1: show notes if you're listening in on the podcast and leon the lobster but no links are in the description absolutely
0: now who remembers full throttle the old um uh, lucas Arts game did you play this back in
1: the day i i played a good chunk of it and i remember really really liking it i think the the biggest problem i had was having a pc well it wasn't i wasn't playing it on my pc <laughs> i was playing yeah, it yeah. around a friend's house and playing what i can but i just remember loving the characterization the animation the story mm. it was brilliant Keeping yeah you need to go back to it and actually completing it um Favorite part, of course, being um, uh, Mark Hamill as Rip Berger, the company executive who was just the bad guy. It was brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, another double fine, uh, great in my um, from Tim Schafer.
0: So much style, mm. so much style. Um, yeah, I, I, I always look back on, on so many, uh, you know, classic games. You yeah, had Dead of the Tentacle, all that sort of stuff. Even if you've never played it, the 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 the, the style of that game. Um, outlives you you know it's it's so it's so stunning and the full throttle had a lot of a lot of style hardcore and um yeah it stuck with a lot of people um including one duncan jones who um who is responsible for making things like the warcraft movie source yep. code uh he was the director of moon um and during covid he says that sometimes when he's writing he he goes off on tangents and writes other things if he can't get it right and he just went off and uh, wrote a script for a full throttle movie done yeah the script's done and in fact job done you can go and check it out there it is there's a the script <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's just uploaded a script and i i love it because even tim schafer has turned around and said well i wasn't expecting like this movie director to just write a script for a full uh full throttle movie i really mm. like it and uh yeah <laughs> let's get it made that's canvas disney and disney plus to get this made into a uh into an actual like tv show or movie and there's been a lot of uh there's been a lot of um people getting involved with this and he's asking people to keep contacting disney saying that this is what you would love to see so yeah, yeah i'd love Absolutely. to i'd love to see it
0: yeah it's um I'm not, not the biggest fan of when video games get turned into movies, because for the most part, the games that do get turned into movies are ones that already have an insane storyline and they're just basically retelling it um, in, in movie format. When uh, Uncharted might work, um, and but for the most part, you've got to take a one-on-one fighter like t- Mortal Kombat and then turn it into a movie, and then it, what you end up getting, as fun as it might be, is not really like the game at all. Yeah full throttle would work as a movie and it would work well because it's got great characters it has a great storyline and and it, 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 that's that's what the game is it's just one massive storyline that plays out and it's a good storyline um uh it, it's got action it's uh it's it's funny as hell uh as you would expect and um it's got so much style as i said nothing but a I mean, good
1: thing that little cg thing that we're watching on the uh on on their twitter here uh this it's just like a little fan-made like recreation of the like, like, intro or just yeah, one of those yeah. things. And it's so beautifully done. Yeah, I would watch I'd, the I'd watch a movie that, in this format. You? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially if you bring back the original voice voice cast. You've got to have Mark Hamill as Rip Burger because he's hilarious.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Make it happen. Make it happen. Um, there's, so there's a bit of a petition, but like you say, there's a lot of uh, uh, big names um, on the back of this. Really, really hoping for this to happen and uh yeah let's let's hope sure. it happens um there's not really much else to say on that let's just hope it nope. does but we want it to and yeah. I, I hope it looks like this weird little cgi trailer fan trailer that someone made because it looks freaking awesome i've always wanted this as much as i like the sonic movie i always wanted the psych movie to look like the the introduction to sonic unleashed not the greatest game but that intro is amazing so yeah good. definitely so good uh, and like i said you can go and check out the actual full script for the movie if you want. Amazing, amazing. Um, So moving over to RetroArch. Now, this is very, very interesting. We spoke about last week with RMC, The Cave, Retro Man Cave, Neil, uh, doing some kind of really clever um, front end where you would actually scan the back of your game box and, you know, like, for instance, picking up a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, you scan the back of it, and then that would load up your game as a way of loading up your games. It's a, a cool way of kind of blending physical and, and digital together in a, in a unique way. Um, this is something that's quite interesting in the emulation scene retroarch have put out a survey asking people um do they want to, do do your own physical cartridges and do you want some kind of physical media to be able to use those cartridges in retroarch interesting um what are your thoughts on this grizzly because i haven't spoke to you about this actually
1: so this is an odd one because like i feel like the reason you would want something like retroarch is because you didn't really want to use cartridges at all um but i do like the approach that they are taking here where people can use their original uh, media and i feel like this is in some way to appease the people who believe that all emulation or all rom usage is piracy um it gets more people using their platform that's for sure mm-hmm. i i'm again yeah it's weird i'm in two minds because i feel like you're gonna have you, there's i always thought like there's gonna be two islands of people you're gonna have the people who want to use cartridges and will buy specialized hardware to do so such as the analog consoles with the mega sg super nt mm-hmm. um or the hyperkin 5 in 1 consoles that can take multiple um versus the people who have so- uh, rom libraries which are longer than they can possibly ever like hope to complete um who just don't care about physical media they want to get rid of that stuff mm-hmm. Over which- In my opinion, both are equally viable options in which to play retro games, but I just know which I prefer, like my physical media, personally. But um, Mm -hmm. it's weird that RetroArch would make this move, I feel. They have enough users to be able to make
0: a profit from this. Mm -hmm. I'm not someone to do this. I'm someone that's interested in following this. And the first company that I thought of, um well the very first podcast we ever did together actually little known company called pie packer they're kind of doing the same thing um i i I see the only real the only real angle that's that's got any kind of merit with this is the fact that you'd be able to take a game off your shelf and play multiplayer with it yeah yeah possibly you know but then you can do that anyway you Um, can just
1: use the rom couldn't you
0: yeah exactly um it, it it's an odd one. It really is. It, it's, it's, it's an odd one.
1: Um, hmm. I mean, I guess it depends. Like if they made this technology, whatever they're going to do, if they said, right, okay, uh, it's not a PC based, it's going to be Android based, like the shield, uh, Nvidia shield.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: going to let you plug in any cartridge you want. And they're talking about a modular system, similar to that of the polymega, which yep. is basically an Android box with multiple, uh, options for cartridges. um, you just you just pop in whichever cartridge you want and then that unlocks the game or it, it allows you to play. I think that's a bit more reasonable because you're already talking about a set-top box. On PC, however, the easiest means in which I can da- em- download and emulate any game I could possibly ever want, I feel like it's a bit of a moot point. Unless I was trying to get a specific save file off the cartridge. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: That's a hardcore workaround, though. Just to, <laughs> a hardcore method just to get you totally, so isn't it? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it kind of like the Tomb Raider thing. I'm excited for where this goes. It's just not something that I'm going to... It's something I'm going to follow. It's not something I'm going to play with myself. Um, maybe one cool thing about it is the fact that you can... There's, there's, there's a good developer scene to this. Yeah. Uh, you know, people working on games. Get um, you know, um, um, retro games for retro systems. Get a play around and see how those systems will be uh, be able to work. Um, yeah, I mean, there's an angle there. If it what has it?
1: read read and write capability, maybe we'll start to see uh, more easily available, like homebrew system where people can make their own games, stick it on real hardware. Mm-hmm. That's that's a cool aspect, I think.
0: Yeah, potentially. Um, like I said, yeah. they've got a big enough user base that even if 99.9% of people didn't jump on this. The naught point one would still make it worthwhile for them, I I think, um, and I don't think those stats are too far away from where it would be. Um, but hey, um, I I wish them all the best, and I'm just interested to see where this goes. Um, it, it's a, it's a not for me thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think it's going to be the same for me. But again, curious to see how it goes because it does the the first module they're talking about is for the N64. So I'm wondering if they if they can do something different that others cannot. So yeah. Yeah, I watch
0: it. It's a good that. it's a good one to do firsthand to 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 really uh, get people listening for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um now before we move on to the next topic I feel like we should probably have a little chat about a certain live stream that is coming up
1: uh very oh, very yeah. shortly. Yeah. You
0: uh want to take over from this one Grizzly.
1: Right. So, uh over the past couple of weeks I've been talking about this charity live stream. Uh, so I've given myself like a preliminary date and this is likely when it's going to go live. So the Mm -hmm. concept is uh, for the Sands Charity, uh, which is a charity that deals with um, helping people who experience issues with uh, sudden infant death syndrome or um, stillbirth, um, people who go through some horrible, horrible things. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, I'm, I'm pledging 24 hours of my time uh, and some, and of course, some donation money, and putting a Twitch stream together. So this would be the first Twitch stream I've done in a very, very long time. In fact, most of the people on here will not know that I even tried. <laughs> um, I'm going to put some links in the chat, but uh, it's basically my my nickname on the Slopescast, which is Grizz- Grizzly or uh, Grizzly Creeden, mm-hmm. um, on Twitch.tv Grizzly Creeden, and uh, yeah. So on the 18th of February. The intention is for me to go a full 24 hours live streaming games of various generations and various uh, like whether we playing multiplayer or what have you. A few of the names already included is going to be the likes of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. We're going to be playing um, some Risk of Rain 2, we're going to be looking at potentially some Rock Band, uh, which is something we haven't seen yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. a long, for a long while. Um, and yeah it'd be great if people could come and join us uh, whether they wish to donate whether they wish to just watch along um it's it's not about people pouring as much money into something as possible it's about in my opinion it's about doing something so
0: it is yeah. and yet you're raising money on the cause you know like uh, raising awareness sorry on the cause it's uh as we say on the podcast it's nothing but a good thing uh he's got um a link there to his twitch make sure you go and follow grizzly over there i've chucked a link to my discord and over to his uh grizzly grotto on instagram so there'll be all of this information will be posted on all three of those places uh obviously on the twitch because that's where you'll be doing it but yeah. go and check him out and um yeah go and support a good so- cause and go and su-
1: i'm losing my voice already but we
0: can get to keep going we're going to
1: keep going yeah excuse me <laughs> And um, don't don't worry about forgetting about it because I will let you know. <clears throat> I'll keep reminding people from this point forward. Oh, for this sure. This a thing that's going to be happening. So.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job, Grizzly. Thank you. And good job, everyone, in advance because you're all going to be there, I'm sure. Now, let's chat about Antstream. Um, uh, let's just say straight off the bat, Antstream are a company that pay me they are a sponsor for me uh but they have no idea i was going to bring this up um i'm a big fan of anstream and i was playing them well before they ever did sponsor me um and um yeah i i really like the service and um this is in my opinion a bit of a long time coming for them um surprised they haven't jumped on this beforehand but this is nothing but a good thing again this is good news for antstream because they're now looking at indie development community to be able to bring games to their service uh kind of like exclusive games and um massive shout out to uh, a guy called yellowbelly who's actually provided voices for my channel in the past on my dizzy video um uh big big uh amstrad cpc guy that's how we know each other and uh he's actually the first person to put one of his games up on the service which is really really hey. cool yeah, it's exciting stuff. I mean, Anstream primarily, um, well, almost entirely, actually, besides this, uh, are people that put up games from classic systems because they're a British-based one. You've got a lot of home computer stuff on there, but obviously you've got, you know, games for the Mega Drive and the Amigas and the Neo Geos and arcade games. And they all go up on this Netflix-like subscription service. Um, and, uh, yeah, you play them in your browser on your phone, blah, blah, blah. But now they're looking at indies, getting on the service. And, um, I mean, How can that not be a good thing? We love indies uh, here. We love uh, supporting indie developers. And if this is a way of getting more people uh, to play their games, then why not? Uh, In fact, one of the games I mentioned earlier on in this very uh, uh, podcast, Tanglewood, um, is also one of the games that are going to be playable on this service. And that's a game you should definitely go and check out. Um, One of the newest Mega Drive games made entirely from scratch for the Mega Drive um and uh yeah it sold well for the mega drive and this is just yet another way of being able to play that yeah is that not good how is that not good
1: i i love this stuff i mean we're probably going to start seeing the likes of pico interactive show up and uh you know the usual evercade guys Um, yeah i it's just a great another great opportunity to support independent developers and what i love about it is it's all of the old homebrew developers like as you say for the anstrad cpc and other uh It gives people an avenue um, to keep doing the thing they love. I mean, can you imagine these fan games start to appear? So, yeah. yeah. Well, really good play there, Antstream, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. Good job, guys. Good job. Not really much to say there, but we like Antstream. And, um, yeah, they support the show. So how could I not bring it up? And uh, supporting more indie devs? You'll always hear us talk about that. Always, always, always. Get all your guys' opinion on Golden Axe doom edition yes <laughs> no doom golden axe edition that way round. that way round. everyone wanted to play golden axe in first person mode because now you can uh oh, oh this is so awesome this is yeah, so
1: it's, awesome it's like they took elder scrolls dagger full and stuck a golden axe skin on it it's brilliant i love yeah. it yeah oh it's so cool it's so so cool
0: um hey yeah for sure, for sure. Uh, this is a uh, yet again another Doom mod, um, and it just works, doesn't it? It works. Yeah. Golden Axe. Golden Axe works in in, in first person mode. I'm so surprised someone's not done this in the past. You know what I want though? I want Streets of Rage. Yes. I want. I want oh, to run around the yeah, 3D certainly. town. I want to. want to go down. I want to go down alleyways. I want to. I want to go past the 3D pine pot. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what I want. How's that not happened yet? Come on.
1: You know, I'm surprised that they modded it with Doom and not Hexen, but I guess it's the same yeah. um, whole engine thing. That's um, the game it reminds me of, yeah. I was watching a couple of videos of this because I thought this was absolutely genius. I especially mm. loved the, the blood shooting out of the imps as, when you hit them for their <laughs> yes. potiony goodness. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, they forgot to take the Doom weapons out so you could yeah, essentially yeah. take on death adder with a rocket launcher and he suddenly it <laughs> suddenly seems a bit less threatening as a result
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah
1: um guys
0: make sure you are following because i'll tell you right now this is probably if i can get it running uh something that i will be trialing this thursday on my stream uh Maybe we can get, maybe we can find some Doom mobs for classic, mods for classic games, but this will definitely be one of the ones that I want to be trialling out. I think it'll be great, great fun to, <laughs> to play Golden Axe in first-person mode. And hey, yeah. people are asking, there is it in VR? If I can get it working on my VR, heck, why not?
1: Oh, can you imagine this in VR? I think it's going to be a Chunder Central. It will be. Yeah, too right.
0: That's it. Make sure you're following, guys. This Thursday, I will be sick. And you guys will all get to <laughs> witness it. Yeah. Don't want to miss out on that. Don't want to miss out on that. This looks awesome, though.
1: Um, oh, sorry for people listening in, but just imagine Doom. But the Golden, Golden Ax. Axe, Sprites and Locales. And, yeah. you know, I, I can't tell whether he's going to ride the beast or not. Maybe that's uh, a bit <laughs> ruder than it uh, needs to be, <clears throat>
0: especially in podcast format. So it's hopefully they have still got the uh, Conan soundbite in the, yeah. the classic Conan soundbite. Absolutely. Oh, they've got to. That's the law for sure. For sure. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Right, okay. uh, Moving over from this, uh, because that was our last topic of the main six, because now we're moving into the and the rest section, where we talk about the fact that Sony has just filed a patent for collapsible control sticks on new controllers. What are they doing? What are they doing? Got any thoughts about this one?
1: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be for something Um, Mm cloud-related. That's generally... I mean, why else would you want to collapse the joysticks? I guess unless you're going to stick it in your pocket.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah,
1: it's it's one of those things. It's interesting. Um, I can totally see it being for the, the, a cloud-style thing. Maybe they, maybe they are thinking about this new handheld. I mean, that's been rumored for some time. Uh, but you know, the in oh, yeah. itself doesn't really look like much. So yeah, it's not much to go on. There is definitely interesting whether
0: Sony does go down a different, uh, go down the handheld route again. Yeah. Because, like, they had competition last time. And do they still have competition in the handheld space?
1: Totally, yeah. Would you still look at the
0: Switch as that?
1: It's not just the Switch, it's the mobile phone manufacturers. I mean, you've got to consider that as part of the mobile market these days. Mm -hmm. Um, Tablets, uh, iPhones, and then, of course, the Nintendo Switch. Just because they're not uh, like settled in the same sales category doesn't mean that they aren't competing, in my opinion
0: yeah okay, it's fair enough fair, fair right. enough.
1: Um,
0: yeah, it's interesting. it's interesting because uh like, like we discussed last time, it, our, our Sony still in the race when it comes to the VR, and um you've got to look at the same really when it comes down to their their portable stuff, because uh, the Vita sadly did not do all that well. Um, unfortunately, if you only
1: released five games for it, and that's kind of what you get.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I I, I I love my
0: I loved my Vita. It was, it was a beautiful little system, um, yeah. but it was probably the last turned on before I got a switch. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> in, in, in reality, whenever it comes to things like patents, uh, a lot of companies just make patents because they come up with an idea and they don't want anybody else to use it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, they don't actually get utilized and they only just like end up in this a library of files that look nice. It just yeah. gives them an option to use it in the future and stop people from accessing it later on. I've just noticed in the uh, the little patent document here, it's it talks about a network, which leads me to believe that it is indeed something to do with like a cloud system. Maybe this is part of that new tiered thing, network he interface, knows. mass storage. Yeah, it's got all kinds of things there. So it's like controlling all, all sorts of... Uh, Different, you know, states, thumbsticks. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a bunch of stuff in there. It's interesting. It Honestly, for control. the most
0: it's um un- it's unlikely it'll actually come to anything because as you said, the the these patents for the most part don't. Uh but it's always interesting to see what, you know, the big three are patenting. Yeah. And this is uh one of the latest ones from Sony. Um as I said, one of the big three. <sighs> Let's yeah. chat about Logan Paul. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if anyone's seen my video that I put up on Extra Slope about this, but I've got some opinions on this. So, for people that don't know, Logan Paul spent three and a half million on some first generation, first generation, that's right, isn't it, Pokemon cards, never been opened out of their original box, manufacturing box from the plant, and um, yeah, uh, I mean, they go for silly money, and the Pokemon community have been going, looking at the box just from what? Logan Paul's been showing, you know, these pictures. And, um, you know, th- th- this isn't real. This isn't real. This is fake. Logan Paul's opened them up finally. And, yes, they are indeed fake. It was quite fun uh, to watch Logan Paul kind of <laughs> get yeah, in you, the nuts you, you a little bit of,
1: here. <laughs> you kind of, like, don't feel for the guy. But at the same time, he did lose three and a half million dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, got, he got duped because when you open them up, uh there was they'd obviously it was it was all fake there were like gi joe cards inside now in my opinion this is the best thing that could have happened for logan him opening them up and them being not real cards i am what i watched this video because of what happened and i'm certain so many other people did this video went up um it was less than a week ago and it's currently sitting on four, over 4 million views. Uh, he's got his own little personal sponsorship thing in there where he has his own little energy drink brand or whatever that drink brand is. This, I'm not saying it's fake. I wouldn't be surprised if someone says it is fake, but I don't think it's fake, but I do generally think this is such a win-win situation for Logan Paul because everybody is talking about this. We are talking about this. This is news. Logan Paul has made the news section of a retro gaming podcast. Uh, because he got duped from Pokemon cards. Um, yes, he lost three and a half million. But my God, the money this video is going to make, the money he's going to be able to make off the back of his sponsors, the amount that sponsors are now going to pay him to be in future videos for this, he has just jumped up big time oh, yeah. on his social oh, blade. Yeah. I haven't even, I, I haven't actually even checked. Let me have a look. Uh, Logan, uh, what's his name? Logan Paul, social blade. Let's see if that's made a difference. This is this is me proving
1: myself right or wrong here. So we've got Justice Skitty. It's the first time chat, um, but he's been oh he or she, sorry, I don't want to uh, just throw that out there. Um, mm-hmm. Has been in the Discord before, and uh, they mentioned that uh, the 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 people he bought it from, uh, a guy called Shine, um, has refunded Logan uh, for that three and a half million. But now, wow. Guy has uh, lawyered up so he can go after the person he bought it from. And to be honest, I don't think that's uh, you. I don't think you're ever going to find the link in the chain where that box changed from a Pokemon box to a GI Joe box. You'll never find it. Not wow. on that you find like uncover. You know the like the source of all of the deception. That's going to be so hard to do. God oh, damn! Are you looking at? I'm the, looking uh, at his
0: video views here um you got like a uh, hundred thousand five hundred thousand five hundred thousand there's a one million but there's nothing from the day before so basically that means you split it so that'd be about five hundred thousand uh another um am i saying that right yeah hundred thousand so it's all around there down there uh and then we get into the what even is, is that is that million yeah so you got a million views then two another two almost three million, one million, one million, two million, three, oh man the it is skyrocketed because of this majorly only topped by a certain walk in the woods that he did. Like he's going to bring in more views. Like I'm, I'm just putting it's, it's fact. He, 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 the, the only videos of Logan Paul's I've ever watched are unfortunately that one I just mentioned the one yeah. where he said, he's sorry from it. Um, the, the first one he made when he came back after his little hiatus from being away and this one, and that one he made after being away the, one of the first things he said was like, "I'm back, baby. I've just made X amount of million subs over the last amount of time." So he's always pushing to get more. I mean, yeah. everyone is. I'm, I, I want my, I want, um, I want more subs and everything. Obviously, we all do. But like I said, the fact that he's now he hasn't even
1: lost three and a half minute shows, millions and, millions and millions and millions. Yeah, again, this grossing boxing Mac, one of the nuts. highest grossing sports events of all time um all i'm gonna say is dan do you fancy a trip to japan
0: yeah go on yeah
1: i've, heard, yeah. I've got. A, i've heard of this like great forest yeah, should yeah. give it a go yeah oh awesome yeah i
0: wouldn't mind getting uh 100k subs in a day pretty much <laughs> I'm looking at my plaque in front of me and, 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 uh, that that says Daniel Wivetson slopes game room for passing 100,000 from YouTube. And I'm, it's feeling a little bit worthless at the moment, (laughs) looking at these stats, (laughs) but no, Hey, um, like it's obviously not all about that for him, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. So look, Hey, uh, a bit of a kick in the nuts when he, uh, opened it up. I'm sure. I'm sure. But the, the the, the repercussions off the back of this. My God, look, hey, we're talking about it, Um, as was everybody else. IGN, GameSpot, Kotaku, everyone was talking about this. And I would argue, would they be talking about it as much if he opened it up and there was a Charizard? It's probably not. Nah. Insane. Oh, you got to fake it till you make it. And apparently Logan Paul hasn't made it yet because he's still faking it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Gaming YouTubers have had their likenesses stolen and sold as NFTs. Um, I saw Jim Kadic, AKA Kadicarus uh, talking about this uh, over on Instagram. And obviously yet yeah, there he is. He's showing it up on Twitter. Um, there's a uh, uh, commander, Stephanie Sterling, AKA okay, Jim Sterling.
1: Same things happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then there's loads. Of, there's loads. Yeah.
1: Of it's uh, this, yeah. this is par for course. I've seen it happen before. Uh, our very own Vitas um had his um, he did avatar scraped from a from a Doctor Who wiki, and his like uh, like Doctor Who profile is now considered an NFT. Uh, this is going to happen with starting regularity, and I wouldn't be surprised if you checked like down, down the line, and you'd find something you'd worked on or created, or you know just been ju- just been a part of at some point will be monetized and yeah. i feel like this is just the part of that wild west um start of the you know this nft uh thing and that's going to be where people just get stuff stolen and it's going to take a proper lawsuit for it to stop yeah
0: we, yeah. we we've, we've spoken in the past uh on this podcast we are quite i, I like to think no you cannot sell my nft <laughs> p for error no 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 um realists here you know we're not necessarily the biggest fans of NFTs, as I'm pretty sure every single person in this chat that is listening on um, podcast services, etc., will be in the same boat. But we do understand the way it's going. It's likely moving towards a world where this is going to be the future. So it's important for companies like Sega were last week when they were doing it. Hopefully it wasn't just marketing speak and they actually are going by what they say when, when, when they say they, they, they're going to hold back. And they're going to find out the right way to do this if they even do do this because of fan backlash
1: and, and it's, it's stuff just like this the fact that they trademarked Sega NFT get
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I understand <laughs> it. I understand yeah. it. Then there, there's a right way of doing this because it is going to be the future. Unfortunately, it is going to be the future. Um, but they yep. need that. That the, they need to work a way around this where it benefits the 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 fans as well as the company, because it's only going to take, it, it's not going to take long before everyone just gets completely screwed over by this. And, 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 and these, these, these incredible legacy companies have their, uh, their, their reputations, 100% tarnished um, because of stuff like this. And yeah. let's let's hope that's not the case. Um, unfortunately, we are seeing more so that it's definitely been going that way, but uh, someone's got to do it right. Someone's got to do it right. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, when when you hear stories about people's identity being stolen uh and and pictures being sold as nfts and stuff like that it's just yeah i suppose what they're what they're hoping for is for cadicarus and and what have you to say look what's happened to me and then all of a sudden all of the fans run over to these nft sites and i bought cadicarus you know
1: (laughs) yeah i can i can kind of see it in two ways so This actually reeks a little bit more of things like trademark trolling and uh, website squatting Mm -hmm. where I'm going to coin like a website name because I know it's going to be an upcoming product. And at some point that developer of said product is going to go, well, we want the website because clearly we want to launch this product, but someone else has it. We're going to pay them off for such and such thousands of dollars which just doesn't work anymore, by the way. But that's, mm. that's how people used to think. It was called cybersquatting. Um, but in this case, it's very much just someone's running a program, looked at popular profile names, and then just created all of these images and minted these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just complete. There's no malice or any intent behind it. They just want to use popular artworks and materials. Probably just did a search on Google Images.
0: This is shame. <laughs> Yeah. It's such a shame.
1: Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Oh, what terrible news. <laughs> From terrible to stupid news.
1: Yeah. Take it, take it Grizzly. Take it, Grizzly. <sighs> oh, crap. I've got to get the, the fingers up. Just, just keep him busy for a second. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. The fear in darkness all around you. The criminals are on the run. So you keep hanging in the dark. He'll hunt you down because he's the dog. He's the dog. The big bad dog. The bounty hunter is getting the game. Yes, he is.
0: And that's the sort oh, of stuff oh, you can God. expect for 24 hours non stop uh, yeah. on Grizzly Stream.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be a donation incentive for sure. Um, <laughs> 100%. You
0: have to do
1: it. Now. Dog, oh, the bounty God.
0: hunter, is going to star in his own video game theories there's not really much else to say about this
1: yeah but just uh... go across, christ bro go with christ <laughs> 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 no it's uh oh god it's just one of those things like how could um in what way could this be made into a game i it's what do you does but the envision... character
0: i can see it like <laughs> i can see it because it's so stupid like well of course it's going to happen
1: (laughs) it's going to be one of those ones where people are going to like automatically assume it's going to be something like red dead or grand theft auto where you're chasing down people but in reality it's going to be more about the admin side of things where you're trying to like balance the books and you know saying what decision would dog make in this situation go left go right or go with christ (laughs) uh yeah yeah it's gonna be one of those things yeah, mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel so sorry because that feels like such a bad payoff for that like, intro song. I can see uh, the view count has just dropped as a result of me singing it. So. <laughs> what if. Oh, hey,
0: so he's getting his own TV, uh, not TV show, he's getting his own game series. We'll see if that happens.
1: <laughs> I just um, the picture of the dog on the Doom guy.
0: <laughs> it's a weird thing, and it's a weird thing that is apparently happening. Time will tell. Keep it here with Slopescast because we will tell you when this useless thing does eventually drop. Yeah, From useless to pretty awesome looking, we've got Cuphead trailers just dropped for the Cuphead TV show that's coming out on Netflix. And this looks freaking awesome. Yes. I am well up for this. Uh, insanely good humor. Um, very uh, uh, reminiscent of the Ren and Stimpy sort of humor, that sort of thing uh beautiful artwork I was worried it was going to be a little bit too flash looky um compared to the proper classic 1920s 1930s art style that the game is known for uh but i think they've 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 managed to to strike a good middle ground um and it looks oh, i i i'm so
1: ready for this um, yeah yeah i i really want to watch every like second of this it looks amazing beautiful yeah beautiful. big big it looks fan like of it really head games and this looks I, you know what? I've never actually played the Cuphead game, but I just love everything about it, like the the style and what have you. I just never got round to playing it myself. I got but the yeah.
0: famous, um, famous. What am I talking about? I got the um, picture I always use in my my videos of me giving it the thumbs up, drinking out of the Cuphead uh, yeah. cup in like every single one of my videos. Um, yeah, oh, that's cool. I'm I'm really excited for this. Beautiful animation, really really well done. Looks insanely slapstick as it should. Um, and like I say, a good mix between that new newer style of flashy type animation. It's got a very SpongeBob feel about it as well, I think, with the humour. Um I'm, I'm I'm so up for this. This looks so good. This has potential to have wings and go on for
1: quite some time if they if they really nail it. Um yeah, I'm well up for this. Cup it's it's though. not yeah, it's not so much that they're bringing back the like that rubber hose style animation, it's the fact that it's 2D animation and it looks like just really well done. I love everything about this. When's yeah. it out is the question.
0: And as uh, ad- Sir Born Fart says, why isn't there a physical version of Cuphead? I know. How has that not happened? Although I do have a theory on that. That only dropped today. Another little bit of gaming news, but just going to tack on to the end here. Limited Run have said they're going to start releasing Xbox games. Um, and what's one of their biggest indie games ever? Cuphead. Come on, let's get it done. Let's get it done. I, 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 I would pay for the tea for a Cuphead. Um, limited things. I freaking love Cuphead. It's so good. Everything about it—the art style, the gameplay—and um, now this TV show. Everything about it is brilliant. The development behind the game, everything. Ah, uh, oh, love it. Love it. Definitely one of uh, Microsoft's best. They don't own that studio, do they?
1: No. They just- it's uh, yeah. It's just like an indie studio that said pledge to release on Xbox One, and it took almost. A- yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It took about six, five, six years to make in the end, didn't it?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: which is not oh. well worth every second because the, the 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 ending quality was fantastic yeah really nice really nice and there we go guys that is the end of
0: slopes cast the final one before the one year anniversary which is next week guys so make sure you are if you're listening get on over to twitch or on extra slope and watch in live when we do our one year anniversary it needs to happen
1: yeah for sure we'd love to have everyone there and of course uh, just as a reminder in the discord or in the comments section of this one on youtube you feel free to drop any suggestions you have for the one year anniversary show um because right now we've got nothing <laughs> <laughs> probably should be working so, on that actually yeah yeah we probably should you know it's just a spur of the moment thing we'd just like to know what you'd like to see and then we'll see what we can put together for you Absolutely, absolutely. And for one
0: final time, for people that are listening, you can go and check out in the show notes the uh, link to our Discord, but I've also put that in the uh, uh, chat as well for people that are li- uh, watching in live. Go and join over on Discord, uh, and you'll see an entire Slopes Cast section. And, uh, yeah, you can join in. You can join in uh, live next week. It should be should be good. I think it'll be all right. should be good. Um, there'll definitely be some kind of Q&A or something. We'll- yeah, It'll be one you don't want to miss. Don't want to miss. It'll be the event of
1: the century, guys. You heard oh, it don't do that. Don't do that. I still got to put the bloody thing together. I have no idea what I'm
0: doing. <laughs> Woo!
1: God. Anyway, strap in.
0: <laughs> We're strap ending in. it, here, guys. Strap on. There we go. Uh, I'm going to press the outro. Outro. Yeah. Outro time. Bye, Bye everyone. No. Thanks for listening to SlopesCast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host Grizzly Criden. recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward SlopesGameRoom at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any new stories for us then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on discord at discord.gg forward room and until next time guys this is dj slope signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time